I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Stephanie. So we're here today to review three more Christmas premieres. Woohoo! Yeah, the season's almost over. <laughs> yeah, that is sad, actually. No woohooing for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start off with the voter's choice, which everybody basically chose this one and it's Christmas Class Reunion which aired on Hallmark and this starred Amy T. Garden and Tanner Noblin where they come back to a 15-year high school reunion that they're both planning and yeah okay that's the gist <laughs> setting <laughs> setting I gave it a three there wasn't anything too crazy special about it. And I don't know. We were at a hotel and then we were at a gym. Yeah, it was not. I gave it a three. Also, there was nothing spectacular. I kind of liked the warehouse because it really looked like a warehouse. It wasn't just like an office because his true. desk was literally in the warehouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything special. It wasn't enough. Like it was nothing to mark up for. But <laughs> maybe it would be cool if that was like the Hallmark set warehouse, though. Oh, that would be all cool. Their props are now. That would be interesting. I would almost mark it up for that. <laughs> I thought for a minute that they were not going to do the high school gym, and I thought they were going to do the warehouse. Oh, I thought about the warehouse for their reunion, but then I was like, I don't know where they'd keep it because he has rows and rows of things like you can't just easily move those shelves, you know, Well, the Christmas section would should all be empty if everybody's rented it out. Well, the shelves would be empty. I don't know. All you'd do is move the shelves. Yeah, I figured they would probably end up back at the gym just for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, that's true. All right, and then style, I'm giving it a four because I really appreciated the 2007 styling because it was so early aughts. Like Tanner, who's the main guy, uh, he had this terrible wig on of longish hair, but legitimately when he came on the screen, I thought he was a big time Rush guy. The band that oh, Carlos yeah, yeah, yeah. Vega's in. I was like, oh my gosh, is that Big Time Rush? <laughs> so that's when you know. <laughs> I mean, this is outside of my my timeline of high school. So I don't have many oh on it. I was well graduated by 2007. I will say, though, I did not love... I'm going to be like nitpicky on this. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the date discrepancy. That mean? they went back to 2007, the winter ball. Mm-hmm. And then when they were grad, when it said graduating class of 2007, which technically would have been 2008. Oh. So it should have been 2006 or 2008, depending on which year it actually was. Unless the winter formal was actually in January. But it's possible. I don't know. Or this movie was in the future. Did they ever say it was 2022? Maybe it was 2023. I don't know. Is that is that how that would work? <laughs> well, they said it was back. It was 15-year reunion. So if this is 2022, I think you're just assuming. Yeah. I but, didn't even pay attention to that, honestly. I know. I noticed it as soon as they said Winter Formal 2007. I thought, 
What class are they? <laughs> well, back on style, I hated Marshall Williams' hair. I hated the 2007 version, even though I understood technically why they made it terrible looking. But I didn't like his present day hair e- either. Like, what is up with Marshall's hair in these movies? Why can't they ever get it right? Is he the guy that was playing Cam? Yeah, the blonde dude. I didn't even realize that that was him. But now that you mention it, we have never liked his hair. No. And I know, I know he can style his hair and everything. If you look at his pictures online, there are good pictures of him. And yet, (laughs) every Hallmark movie, it's like terrible hair. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Poor Marshall. You know something else I noticed that I thought was really funny? Wow. related to style is she's like all the people are like they check their coats but then they walk around with their purses on their crossbody right oh yeah and she was wearing her name sticker on her purse and I was like that's totally something I would do it's like I don't I don't want people (laughs) to see my name (sighs) but I just thought that was so funny I was like that's so relatable it was funny if we're talking present time style, the only comment I had was Amy was basically in the same outfits she seems to lean towards in all of her movies, which is the plain silk blouses, which I guess are nice. Or but sweaters. Those are the two yeah. things that she wears all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But she is, she's creating her own style. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. I mean, more and more, I think... Unless there is something in the character mm-hmm. that specifically would say, like if she was being cast for a rancher, right? Mm-hmm. They might say, you can't wear that. Right. Right. But if it's not really any, like if there's nothing that's really that specific about it, that's like, this is a really quirky whatever, or like something like that, like that would mean like maybe like an artist where they kind of more go with more extravagant kind of showing themselves through their clothing, you know, Mm -hmm. expressing themselves, I guess, through their clothing. But that's the only thing that I could think of where maybe they're just like the main characters for the most part can kind of wear their own clothes. Maybe they style them based upon colors so maybe they say hey the colors that we're leaning towards are white and blue and red and green bring things like that that you have in your wardrobe you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so maybe they do that to kind of save on money because if you can get them to bring their clothes that you know fit them that you know they're comfortable in why would you spend the money on buying new clothes for them to wear (laughs) yeah except hallmark doesn't need to skimp on money but i see what you're saying (laughs) Well, I mean, there are 40 movies that they're coming out with. That's a lot of movies to pay for new clothes that are not going to be used again. Yeah. I definitely feel like I've seen her in some of those shirts before. All right. And then storyline, I gave it a three. Oh. Oh. Did you give it something higher? I did. I gave it a four. Oh. (laughs) I don't know if it's because I was such a Debbie Downer last week. But this was so much better of a weekend than last week for me. (laughs) That's so funny. So I think this was the first one I watched. And I had very low expectations, especially after I saw the preview. Did you see the preview? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's basically Carrie. I know. (laughs) And I was like, this looks like pure insanity. So it was exceptionally better than I thought it was going to be. And I think that helped a lot Mm -hmm. also. (laughs) Well... 
I had higher hopes than you, although I wouldn't say they were like sky high or anything. But I think there was too many storylines going on. As we were concerned about going into it, I do think that they tried to focus a little bit more on Amy and the guy, like to try and keep them the focus. But then they tried to bring in all the other friends and everything. And I think it got to be too much. I feel like they should have dropped the ugly duckling friend and her best friend storyline because I don't feel like that added anything. Nothing. No. If you wanted to have the ugly duckling in high school and then she blossoms into a beautiful butterfly, why couldn't that have just been one of the people in the established couple? And like maybe that was the reason they were having trouble, you know, now Uh was where they kind of flipped in status or, you know, these changes and they're trying to figure out how to come together despite them. I don't know. I feel like that girl's storyline was not needed at all. Well, and then I actually kind of was a little resentful on her behalf (laughs) when they clearly set her stylist up with the guy from high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so wait. And I think I was resentful because this would literally never happen to me. Like, you know, how people, they, they go, they go to weddings and they meet the person that they're going to marry. Yeah. Has, like never, I, half the time I go to weddings, oh, over half the time, probably 95% of the time I go to weddings. There's not even really that many single people there, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all, and then you're just like bringing this guy with you and he gets love, but you don't get love and not even that, but it's like, you don't, I mean, she didn't even really have any kind of a storyline other than this might get the job kind of a thing. Yeah. I actually thought they were going to end up with her with Cam. I thought that they might lean that way too. But then I was thinking that would just be too much. Like there's already too many things going on. Well, I feel like they could have tied it up though because they did a flash forward. Well, that's true. They She did, She wasn't even. No, wait. She it, wasn't she, the flash forward. N- no. No. No, wait. I think she was because she looks at the couple's, the couple friends and she finds out they're pregnant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she was there. Her best friend wasn't there. And Cam wasn't there. It was weird. They could have just written it in where they're together as a couple. Yeah. Like, they could have had them walk in together. And it'd mm-hmm. been like, oh. <laughs> Agreed. I just, I wasn't feeling that. So it already crowded things back together. And then with a couple in trouble, like friends, I feel like we didn't even see. Like, they were barely on screen together. And then they saw each other at the reunion whenever the electricity went out. And they're like, you know, I want to get back to what we were. And then they're good together again. Yeah, that was a little weird. Pacing for everyone else was not that great. But Amy and the guy storyline, I actually really liked. And I loved his daughter. So it was a mixed bag. I did really like their storyline. I also, I one thing that I wrote down, I wrote down a couple of quotes but they're not like real, like, oh, meaningful quotes. But I really liked when the daughter was like, I like the way you look at her. Oh, yeah. That was, was sweet. Like, oh. And then the other quote that I wrote down that I thought was really weird. <laughs> when she realizes that she wants to be with the other guy and she's at the dance with him with a corsage with the biggest ribbon I have ever seen on a corsage. Mm-hmm. That was the most awkward thing ever. When she goes to tell him and when she realizes that he's not the one for her, she's like, you seem like a decent guy, Cam. A decent guy is not a compliment. 
No. That's like your middle of the road. Fine. You're okay. <laughs> like you're not a bad guy is what that means, but you're not great either. So mm-hmm. you're not even good. It just was like, oh my gosh, you wrote that line and somebody actually delivered it. I was like, like he did seem like a really nice guy. Like you could have said something like you seem like a really nice guy. Or I think you could have even just left that out altogether and been like, I think if we had gotten together in high school, it would have worked. But now I'm realizing Mm -hmm. that it's not, you know? Yeah. Did we ever figure out what she ended up doing? Did she become like an event planner at home? Um, I don't know. My thoughts were, although the daughter was doing this, that she would just take over like doing the IT part of his job. Oh, okay. So I don't think you always have to tie up every loose end, but it was kind of weird that this whole time she's like has this great big job that everyone comments on. Then she's like, no, it's not for me after everything blows up. And then you don't even see what she decides to do to make herself happy like yeah that I agree that was kind of weird I didn't bought it didn't as much bother me only because I thought the flash forward was really great with the friend being pregnant Mm -hmm. them getting engaged Mm -hmm. I I really 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 liked the flash forward and I was not expecting it so (laughs) I thought it was really cute too I liked that we didn't see him actually propose and it was just like were engaged and she flashed her finger and I don't know I thought that was sweet like they're very into each other and established and I don't know yeah it's kind of weird to me though that the friend now that we've established that the the ugly duckling Mm -hmm. (laughs) was there at the flash forward like how come she didn't know that the girl was pregnant (laughs) I thought that was weird too but I wasn't gonna say anything because I feel bad about this girl but I thought it was strange that she didn't Surely they have been posting about it on social media. Yeah. If she hasn't seen a thing. I have friends on Facebook that I haven't seen in like 10 plus years. And I wasn't even close with in the beginning. And I know that they have like five kids. So. Well, and she's a journalist. So what kind of journalist are you that doesn't even know what's going on with your friend group? (laughs) I know. It it was very strange, but I'm letting it go. Okay. (laughs) All right, and then, let's see, we're down to stars. I did give it a four because I actually really liked everybody in this movie. And I would like to see Tanner Noblin again. Oh my gosh, I loved him. His Mm -hmm. smile is so cute. It is, and I liked his voice. And do you know who he's married to? No, who is it? So he is married to Kayla Newell, not Newell, Ewell, Ewell. I don't know how to say it. E-W-E-L-L, who played in Vampire Diaries, Matt Donovan's sister. Oh, it took me a minute because that girl died fairly early on. Yes, Um, but she did come back in some episodes. She did. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I was like looking it up. I was like, what? Like where? I thought he was so good. I was like, let me go see what he's been in. And then I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh. That is, huh. Good find, Carrie. Thanks. And then Christmas, though, I only gave it a two. Oh, I gave it a three, but I could see where you would give it a two. Yeah. No feels, no magic. Well, and it felt like this could have been a January movie, it felt like. Well, with it being called like the Winter Royals and everything, it could have just been a winter movie. There really wasn't any need for Christmas. 
Because yeah. I don't even think we got a Christmas Day thing or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. The only that there were Christmas decorations. There were no Christmas activities or anything because it's all around this party. Yeah. So. Well, I did give it a love. It's a middling love, but I did give it a love, mostly for Amy and Tanner. I gave it a love because I really actually enjoyed this movie. I really liked it. Well, that's good. Well, I'm curious to know what your rankings are going to be by the end of this. Okay. Well, Kirk Franklin, the next one. Kirk Franklin's The Night Before Christmas. Do you know how many movies there are that's like The Night Before Christmas this year? I There's know, like three or four of them. I was calling this Twas the Night Before Christmas, and that's the Hallmark one. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's The Night Before... Oh, that's the 12 Days of Christmas Eve. Uh, anyway, it just... There's too many. Anyway. Okay. So this one follows a mom, daughter, who gets stranded in a snowstorm and take refuge in a church where the mom meets up with the preacher and the daughter kind of comes to terms with her dad dying and the mom kind of leaning into her work and stuff like that. So for set, what did you give this? Well, I feel like we should mention who was in it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Naturi. I, I can't think of what their names are right now. And I didn't Naturi, Naughton, Kirk Franklin and Luke James. Okay. What'd you give it for setting? I gave it a five. Which, oh my gosh. I know, it's shocking because they were only in one place the entire time. But this church slash school was so beautiful. And there were so many different areas that they went to that were so beautifully decorated that it didn't feel like we were just stuck somewhere. And so I gave it a five. <laughs> I gave it a four. I also thought the church was very beautiful, but I wouldn't mark it up because it was only one place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny whenever we, it's the same thing, but we see it different. Yeah. <laughs> but we both marked it up. So yes. that's all that matters even like in the end. Yeah. Beautiful church. Okay. So what did you give it for style? I gave it a four for style, mostly because they did stick to the same outfits because they were stuck, obviously. But the outfits they had fit well, which was something that was nice because there were, I guess, technically plus size people in this movie. And so they weren't wearing the overflowy, too large, not fitting well outfits that we've seen recently. Also, there was a shirtless scene with a sweet baby Jesus (laughs) proclamation. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I gave it, I almost wrote four and then I said, nope, I can't do it. And I gave it a three. Um, Uh, And mostly because I felt like this lost and found closet was very unrealistic. They were in a nice area. They have rich constituents. They're not called constituents, but (laughs) congregants. But don't you think that the people would be wondering where their dresses are i mean she went and changed out of her ugly sweater into a dress what do you mean it's the lost and found i know but why are you losing a dress at church oh i see what you're saying i also kind of in my mind made it a donation place too i mean if it was a donation place if they had said that they ran a homeless shelter out of there sometimes and it was like a it was a donations kind of thing. 100% wouldn't have even argued with that. Well, they did run a, a homeless shelter out of there. So I feel like it was. But they didn't say that. They made it sound like it was lost and found. 
Yeah, I just, I'm just made a connection to donations. They found that one guy, a vest, a shirt, a pair of slacks, like all really, really nice clothes. The drummer guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, guys, come on now. It was like a heavenly know. miracle, Carrie. Jeez. Uh, Kirk Franklin. Stalking the lost and found. <laughs> well, <laughs> would not surprise me. Okay. All right. What did you give for storyline? I gave it a four. I gave it a five. Oh, wow. I mean, I knew you really liked this movie because you had texted me and thought you liked it better. Mm-hmm. Than the first one. I yeah. don't think I liked it better than the first one. <gasps> what? I did not feel like this was better than the first one. But you did. What do you Give me your thoughts. Well, first of all, I don't remember much about the first one except for her being put up for this pastor job at another church and going there and everything. And then them using pastor like 500 times. So <laughs> there's that. But I just felt like this one overall was more of like a production and more well-rounded. I don't know. It just seemed better made. And I loved all the singing and music, which I feel like they did more of in this movie. And I just think everything came together better in this one. I don't know. I just loved it. So the only reason that I do not necessarily agree with you, because I do think I could see some of the points on that. I didn't love some of the music parts, not because I didn't like the music. I loved the music, but like, okay. The first example that I remember was they were singing in the kitchen, the, Mm -hmm. the, the deacon and the deaconess, right? Singing in the kitchen while they're doing stuff. When the people pop their head in, all of a sudden the music starts going with it. And I was like, there's nobody playing music. Their voices are good enough that they could have just been singing acapella. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. And then at the end, the girl, the daughter, Nia, is the star of the show, even though she hasn't, she's only done two hours of practice. Carrie, Carrie. (laughs) No, the problem I had with the ending was that Naturi didn't have a breakout solo or anything. She was just stuck back in the choir. And I was expecting her to at least come forward for something. But Luke James, whoo! He he really had had some moments. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I really liked his singing in it. Still, for me... Oh my goodness, for me, still kind of unrealistic, only because I can't imagine doing that. But I know that there are people, especially when you're in a church and you're around, you know, you kind of know how the people work and stuff like that, who can just kind of jump in and do that kind of stuff. I'm not arguing that. That does actually really happen. I don't know why you're judging this thing on being realistic. This, (laughs) This had a freaking angel come down. And provide all sorts of miraculous things. Like, it's Christmas, Carrie. Sorry. Debbie Downer. But I did really like it. I thought it was a good storyline. It was actually better than I expected because I thought, this actually, I don't know how I feel about the idea of the storyline of them getting stuck. They did have the added storyline of 
the mom actually knows the pastor. They went to high school together, but she doesn't recognize him, which is kind of weird to me that she didn't recognize him at all. Like he didn't look familiar at all. But that being said, I have a really bad memory. So (laughs) I don't think I would recognize anyone. I mean, maybe if I'm still friends with them on Facebook, but other than that. (laughs) Well, like, you know, I went to two different high schools, so I feel like my memory is worse. There's, I was telling somebody the other day that there's this guy on Facebook that I know that literally was messaging me one time and he's like, Hey Carrie, how are things? And talking about it, like literally talking about things from high school. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to one up you though. I went to four high schools. Oh, see, but that uh, to me makes sense as to why you don't know if you would know anybody. That's true. You know, if you're, if you're there the whole time, I think it's easier. Like the people are really ingrained, but like when you leave early or whatever, I feel like it's not as easy. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I will say the, another little thing that kind of bothered me. Oh dear. And if it had not been in a church or had not been this faith based thing, I don't think it would have bothered me. Can you guess what it is? No. <laughs> the kind of almost inappropriate moments between the lead couple. I felt like for a church, for a pastor, it was like. I don't, I don't agree with that because a pastor is a human still. And just because you're in tr- a church, there's nothing wrong with being attracted to somebody. Yeah, but and- <laughs> I grew up, my dad's a preacher. I grew up in churches. If I had had a preacher do that to me, it might be like, oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it would depend on the preacher. (laughs) If Luke James was your pastor that you just met, you went to high school with. But she doesn't know that at any of these points either, though. But she still knows that he's an attractive man who's nice. and. I know. I'm just saying it could be seen. I mean, the fact that they end up together is makes it better, right? But I don't know. I appreciated them being so forthright about it. Because just because you're in church and just because you're a man of God or a woman of God doesn't mean that you're like, I don't want to say sterilized. That's not the right word. But that Yeah, you but don't you should not be... Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Uh, stars. I gave it a five. I'm not surprised by this. I gave it a four. I did not realize that this guy was the guy from Christmas in Harmony. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and I, when I saw that in the IMDb, because I was looking up who he was, I was like, oh my gosh. Because in, I don't know if they were, the, they styled him the way they did because his, the girl that he was paired with in Christmas in Harmony looks so young. Because mm-hmm. she looks like a baby, even though she's only like four years younger than him. Because I looked it up. Because <laughs> I felt like she looked like 20 in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I don't think she was actually meant to be 20 in that movie. But that's what visually she looked like to me. Well, just looked like a young a young woman, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, oh my gosh. And then when I went back and looked at the photos of him in that movie, I was like, I can remember not thinking he was cute in this movie. Like... He was hmm. kind of scruffy. So I don't know if they tried to like make him look younger because she physically looks so young, even though she's not that much younger than him in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they styled him different. But he, I really liked his braids. I 
I mean, you had to like the shirt scene, even though he should have shut the door at a church. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's hardly anyone there. He's back in his office where no one's walking the halls. Would you be saying that if it was her who did it? If she if she took it? her shirt off with the door open. Well, I see your point, <laughs> but I get I guess I would just I just assume guys don't think like women in that department. A girl a woman would be like, oh, I'm shutting this door. A guy doesn't care, and he leaves it open. No, in a church, when you are a pastor, you absolutely think of that. Next. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> okay. I gave it a four. I gave it a you four, probably too. Gave... Oh, I thought you were going to say you gave it a five. <laughs> no. No. We did actually see Christmas Day in this one. We did. And we had some holiday. I mean, it's not really magic, but we did have like an angel up here. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of magic-y, though, because, I mean... He was there, and then he disappeared. And then he was dead on a poster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And I really, really, really... I mean, I guess this could have gone under storyline. I was really touched by the drummer Mm storyline. That really got my heart like it really 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 touched my heart and you know what's funny is it made me think so one of my first boyfriends that I dated in high school he was always kind of just his dad died when he was young and it just kind of really impacted him and he was kind of troubled Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he would always like randomly call me back like we had broken up and he would just like call and I would be like did you talk to your mom? Have you talked to your mom? Like I knew his mom. So I was like, have you talked to your mom? And he would be like, no, I can't call my mom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you should call your mom. And so then I would get him to like reach out to his mom or I pick him up and I would take him to see his mom Mm -hmm. or whatever. So it kind of made me think of that situation where it's like the family will never like the guy or really anybody the person doesn't have to be a guy but in this case it was a guy and the one I'm talking about was a guy but when the person feels like things have been so messed up that they can't reach out to their family Mm -hmm. and really the family just wants a lot most of the time I would say the family just wants to know that you're okay and that really just touched my heart yeah that was a cute story line so that felt Christmassy to me the family reunion Family feels. Family feels. It was a love. It was a love for me, too. Woohoo! All right. The last movie that we're going to talk about is The Holiday Sitter from Hallmark, their first one featuring gay leads. This has Jonathan Bennett and George Crissa, where Jonathan is the workaholic bachelor who has to babysit his niece and nephew with the help of a handsome neighbor, Jason. All right. Setting. I gave this a four because I really liked Jonathan's apartment in the city. It was very cool. And then I just liked both of their homes. They're very pretty and well-decorated. And I feel like we've seen them before in other movies, and that's okay. (laughs) Well, I definitely think this is like a stylistic thing. I was watching another movie the other day. It's an older one, a storybook Christmas. Have you seen that? It sounds familiar. With our friend... Jake Epstein. Oh. And the girl who played uh, Tyler's girlfriend in Three Wise Men. Yeah. Okay. So it's like this more modern kind of home, you know, whatever. And, And they all kind of look the same, but then they don't look the same. What was interesting to me was 
Jonathan pulls up and starts to go to the wrong person's house. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even know where his sister lives. He does, a, he doesn't know where his sister lives. And B, he says all the houses look the same and it's like dark house, white house. I know. They look different. <laughs> so, I was like, um, what's going on here? But that was how they did their meet cute. So. Oh my gosh, their meet cute was so cute. Okay, but that storyline. Uh, style, I gave it a three. I mean, they looked fine, but in nothing earth shattering. I agree. I feel like though there's a chance that this is going to be potentially this this the thing specifically for us because I feel like we always talk about the girls. This is true. So. I mean, both their hair looked great, like they were very attractive. But I just feel like guys never have anything super amazing to wear. It's always like yeah, things don't stand out. Top. Yeah. Except for like well-suited Christmas where she's making a suit or yeah, whatever. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then storyline, I gave it a 4. Okay, I did not. Uh-oh, what'd you give it? I gave it a 3. I think it was a good storyline. I think though people are not going to agree with me and that's okay. The problem is I feel like I feel with Jonathan Bennett like I feel with Ashley Williams. Mhm. And it was very like he does these very exaggerated things and I was kind of pausing when I was saying this because I could be putting saying this with stars. <laughs> oh. You know, but and so like the parts that I know that probably a lot of people loved and thought were really funny, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Which parts are those? Okay, you? so there was one part where he was turning on the stove to make the breakfast when he actually feels confident enough to cook Mm -hmm. and the thing lights up and his eyes get like very exaggerated oh i thought that was funny and subtle see (laughs) subtle (laughs) he just jerked back yeah his eyes were open huge for like five minutes not that long but you know what i'm saying (laughs) i didn't think it was very it was just a quick you know two seconds so yeah. no, because even after he stood up, his eyes were still big. So like I could have gone with the startling part, but it was the over exaggeration of the face that got me. You know, of all the things I thought you were going to say, that was not it. There were some other ones, but that one was towards the end. So I remember it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Carrie. I know, but people are going to love it just because it's not like my thing most of the time. Like I prefer kind of like the sarcastic. This is why I love Tyler. This is why I love Paul. Like it's the way that they deliver the lines kind Mm -hmm. of thing versus the more, what's it called? Physical comedy. Yeah. Kind of stuff. I don't know. Well, (laughs) I really liked Jonathan in this. I thought, I thought it was funny, especially their meet cute where he gets afraid. Like he knocks on the wrong door and the dog starts barking. He's like freaked out and falls into his arms. And I'm like, Oh, that's so cute. See, that wasn't funny to me. whatever i I was like why are you scared of a dog barking have you never knocked on a person's door with a dog before (laughs) maybe he hadn't maybe he was just startled even if i have knocked on a person's door with a dog before i still get heck i have harley here who barks at freaking everybody outside and i still get startled when she decides to bark right next like in the same house as me yeah but that's because you're not like expecting it when you knock on someone else's door that you don't know i'm still not expecting it not everyone has dogs yeah but you're not so startled that you're falling over maybe i am (laughs) (laughs) 
And then when he got attacked by the dog because he had the plushie. Okay, that was funny. That was funny. It was funny. And then, so he falls He falls into the tree and he falls down. And then uh, Jason's picking up the tree to help him up. And the garland thing, is ribbon is still around Jonathan's neck. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I found that really funny. So Jonathan was great. Jason, this George Krista guy, loved him. Would love to see him in something else. I loved him. His character loved it. Yes. I think the thing that marked it down for me that I probably might have been able to put in stars was Chelsea Hobbs. Oh, really? I I, I like her and I want to like her more, but sometimes she feels very robotic and unemotional to me. And when we got, when we were in the beginning of the movie, I kind of felt like everybody was just too cool. And like, why do any of you have kids? Like the only relatable person was George Krissa. I don't know. I felt like in the middle, in the early beginning of the movie, she looked like she had a wig on. Oh. But then as the movie went on, even though the hairstyle was the same, it didn't look like the, like it was a wig. So I was like, <laughs> I guess that was just that one day of styling. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But I do. Okay, this actually leads into something that I kind of didn't love about the beginning of the movie. I thought the end was fine. And I, you, you see where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. But... I felt like they almost wrote his Jonathan's character so strongly on like not having kids or not having interest in it that it almost felt like he could have been written as the person that she's the the person's breaking up with at the beginning. Mm, You know how they always have the girl who's with the guy that you don't really care for the guy. Mm -hmm. So they went a little strong, probably on first I don't know, up until the Christmas market thing, probably. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they definitely, I mean, obviously this is character arc, so it's totally understandable, but it was very, very strong. Stronger than I would expect it to be for one of the heroes of the plot line. Yeah. So I kind of felt the same way because my mind was focused on, he is so dead sent against kids. And I was kind of like, why can't we ever just have somebody who just doesn't want to have kids? And then I was like, is this even going to be believable? Like, oh, suddenly he wants kids just because the guy he likes wants them kind of thing. Yeah. But I felt like they managed to pull it off after his conversation with his sister because it made sense to me. And I actually got teary at this part in the end about how he just didn't allow himself to imagine that he could have, you know, a husband and kids because of, you know, living in today's world. And so he just went hard the other way. Like, I just don't want kids because I don't even want to let myself think that I could have them and then be told no again. So in my mind, that made more sense to me after hearing his story and reasons. And he was like more open to it, knowing that it was a possibility that made me feel better about things. So I agree. I do think that that conversation helped to build the understanding of the situation, but I do agree. Like the date where he's on at the beginning and it was like, the guy's like, Oh, you want to see my niece and nephew? Look at it. Look. And he's like, so turned off Mm -hmm. by it. I was like, you don't even enjoy your niece and nephew. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, people, plenty of people don't want kids 
but still enjoy being around kids. Mm -hmm. But I do think that that helped. And like I said, once he spent the time with the kids, really, I think they helped to soften him specifically the conversation. This was the part that got to me, the conversation with the niece Mm. where the niece is clearly upset about the baby coming home, which I'm kind of surprised at because usually kids that age would like to have a younger sibling, but she did also have an older sibling. So that may be like that. Maybe that's like more common, you know, than with Mm -hmm. like only children who are usually like asking the parents for (laughs) for a sibling, you know, but to have that conversation and him be able to like very sweetly, like say, you know, I was an only child for a while and I didn't want, it's not like I didn't want your sister, but I'm, thought that it would change things that conversation I thought was very very endearing and very sweet she did go to bed with her boots on though so that was kind of funny (laughs) (gasps) welcome Uh, to the weird things I noticed this weekend I know I really liked the end I was gonna say this because first of all he almost mixes their houses up again and then George's slash Jason's brother calls for the whole family like he's going over to get up like I just thought all the families were so cute and Jonathan just going over there to be like I'm gonna get the guy and say how I feel like well, it and, made me so happy and I liked that they were going after each other mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say you know I'm not one for public kisses Yeah, I don't like first kisses to be public kisses but I do think it's better when it's like this kind of scenario where neither one of the people realizes that the other the people that are watching are there and then the families are just like yes they're finally together that's Mm -hmm. so much better to me than like standing up on stage kissing in front of a bunch of people yeah agreed (laughs) agreed okay can we move on to stars yeah all right so I almost marked this down because of Chelsea but then I threw in a random qualifier and I marked it up. So a dog. No, No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I gave it a five. Oh my goodness. I loved everybody. Chelsea sometimes bothered me, but what I threw in was the queer crew behind set and how inclusive they were behind set. And I liked that Allie Liebert is the one who directed this. And she played Tyler's girlfriend in three wise men and a baby. And yeah, and her partner, Donya Cash, who was one of the carnival workers when he was trying to throw the ring toss, Uh she was in this movie and she was in hashtag Xmas as the photographer. Oh, wait, I'm saying she and there are they, their pronouns are they, the, them. Um, And they were in The Secrets of Bella Vista as um, Rochelle's best friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is cute that they're working on this together. And I just, I really liked that whole aspect of everything. So I gave it a five. Okay. I did not give it a five. I thought you were going to say four when you said I marked it down. Oh. (laughs) I was thinking about marking it down. I gave it a three. I thought it was fine. But Again, this ties into what I've already said about like the the comedy and the overtopness for me. But I did really, 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 really like the the other guy. Yeah. George. George Krista. Yeah. We yeah. want to see I, more George. And when he walked out of the house, no, when they turned around after having their thing on his front porch at the very end, mm-hmm. his eyes were like the bluest, like mm-hmm. so bright. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I love his eyes. I know. 
he's just a cutie overall. <laughs> uh, and then, unfortunately for Christmas, I only gave it a three. I gave it a four. You know, I could maybe go up to four. I just was, for some reason, feeling a three. I mean, they didn't do a ton of Christmas stuff, but there was actually a Christmas morning with the kids and then the baby being underneath the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. which I thought was so sweet. And um, when they picked a Christmas name, they kept teasing this, right? They teased it at one point and then nobody knows what the kid's name is. And I was like, this is so weird. Why doesn't anybody know what the name is? I thought the baby's name was going to be Noel. I did too. And it was Angelica. And I, I was like, that. I think I would pick Noel. I know. <laughs> I was like, Angelica. No, that just sounds like an evil name for some reason. Angelica. Well, it's because Angelica from Rugrats. Yeah. Nobody liked her. <laughs> Maybe she'll go by her middle name, Samantha. Maybe. I did like Samantha. I liked that little nod. It was just so weird to me. I was like, that was the weirdest like attempt at picking a Christmas name that's not really a Christmas name. I know. They could have gone with Holly or Ivy if you didn't want to be obvious Noel. I agree. But this is also a love for me. I think it's a love for me too. I put a question mark because I was like on the fence about the comedy stuff, but you, you, you've convinced me I can go to love. Woohoo! Now to rank them. You, you, you're not, I bet you're not in question of mine now. Maybe you um, are. I'm in question. Okay. My number is one. Is Christmas class reunion? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Which one is yours? Kirk Franklin? Mine's Kirk Franklin. I was no. going to say, cause that's the highest one you scored. Yeah. And then my second one would be Kirk Franklin. Second one is Holiday Sitter. Okay. And so. My last one is Christmas class. So we're all over the place today, guys. Yeah. But I mean, not like last week. Last week we were like on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> last week was tough for you. It was a bad week. Yeah. And next week's going to be a single Stephanie appearance. Yes. A single me. So Carrie won't be here. Yeah. My grandma passed away. So I am going to Monday is our recording day. Cause that's the day after all the movies have aired. And I will be in Kansas for a funeral. So Stephanie's going to go at it by herself next week. We're going to have half the listeners because all of Carrie fans are going to be like, Stephanie. Who wants to listen to her? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So, yes, I will be talking about five more minutes moments like these. The moment the word was like cut off. Hanukkah on Rye, and then I forgot to put the votes up yesterday, but the votes are up today. Slash, nope, never mind. We don't know what the vote is, so. We don't know what the vote is at this moment on a Monday recording this. The votes will be up before this episode is out, so don't go look to vote. Yeah. <laughs> but come find us on, on Instagram anyway, Love and Nonsense Podcast. We do lots of other things on there. And Facebook also, Love and Nonsense Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe so you can get notified. I put out a bonus episode this week uh, covering time for him to come home for Christmas. And Stephanie, one of these days, is going to do Haul Out the Holly. Yep. Someday one, I will. One of these days. I, yep. I've got to, I got to like make her feel bad about not having already done it. So she'll be motivated. You know, I remember to do it and then no, (laughs) there's a push pull in me. Like one, I mean, I told you my push pull one, everybody's loved it. So then I'm like, Oh, I got to hold off on it. Cause everybody's loved it. What if I hate it? And then it's also like, 
oh, what if I do like it? I need to watch it after like a really bad one. So I'm like stuck in limbo. Well, you want me to give you a really bad movie to go watch? No. <laughs> no. No. I got a couple of them in my pocket. <laughs> I still got to finish Mary Texmas from Lifetime. I wouldn't even say that one's a really bad one. It's just taking me forever to get through. I have not even started that one. I, I only watched... This weekend, I only watched three movies. I think Mary Texmas was from last weekend, but mm-hmm. I... I did not watch extra movies last weekend either, I don't think. Give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so other people can find us. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.